Well, welcome back to the Live 220 podcast, where we're going to learn how to live a 220 life. What is a 220 life? Well, I think that uh, if we could just for a moment think about something that Helen Keller said. Helen Keller said that life is either a daring adventure or it's nothing. And I believe that that to be true. I believe that we are called to live so much more than what we do and what we have. And so my hope is that through this podcast, we will be in, uh, introduced to some people like Helen Keller who chose to live life to the fullest and live it without any regrets. And that's what I hope to do. Again, my name is Ed Schunkweiler, and I'm so thankful that you are taking a moment just to listen, and, and hopefully we can learn together about what a 220 life would actually look like. Again, I want to tell you that how that started for me was someone actually told me, they said that you don't live 110, you live 220. Uh, you don't just shock people, you kind of electrocute them. And, and at first I didn't know how to take that, but man, I'm so glad that through the years uh, that I've come to understand that it's okay that we need to live a life that is saying, you know what, I'm, I don't want any what ifs when I get done. I want to live a life that's that's full and to get to the end and know that I did everything that I wanted to do or could do. I wanted to try it. Uh, even if I failed, I wanted to try it because I could learn from that. And so when I think of, of lives and, and I think of Helen Keller and I, I think of others, I, I'm always encouraged because what I really want out of this podcast is for the young people, the next generation to realize that they can live life and live it to the full. And sometimes that's going to take for them to put down a screen so that they can actually see the things that are in front of them. Uh, and so over the years, I've had the pleasure of, of taking many people, especially a lot of teenagers and young adults to, to Honduras and other places. And I love when they go and, and they see what's going on and it begins to change their lives. And, and, and they do things like there's one spot in Honduras where we jump into a waterfall and there are some who, who just want to do it. It's just in them to do it. And others that maybe you just have to coax a little bit, but once they do it, they're like, that was the greatest thing that I've ever done. And so I think that as we venture along, in this podcast, and we uh, begin to just look at it and and see what we can learn from one another. Uh, we're going to look, and hopefully, we'll look back and go, "Man, that was a great adventure." I'm glad I did that. So today, I just wanted to share with you just uh, four things, four things that mean a lot to me, and how this 220 life for me is taking shape, and, and I'm learning uh, as I go. It, it, again, the this, this scripture that for me has been instrumental is Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ, therefore I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. When I realize that my life is now gone, my life is, is, is cast to the side, that I'm a, a dead man, so to speak, but yet there's this power that lives inside of me, this this. Uh, part of me that just wants to to live to the fullness that comes from that Christ lives inside of me, that the power that raised him from the dead now lives inside of me. And, and because of that, I'm crucified, but therefore I live. And so the life that I now live, I live by faith. I live by this faith in Jesus Christ who loved me 
and gave himself for me. And so when I look at that and I go, oh, I get to live it. It's not that I have to do this. I get to because he lives inside of me and he empowers me. And as I began to think about this, I thought, what can I share with you just on this this episode one uh, of this podcast about really saying, as Helen Keller said, uh, that life, if it's not daring, then then it's really nothing at all. Uh, that that there is something for each one of us, a purpose, something that that we can live out to the to the fullest. And so, as I read the scripture again and I put it into my heart, it, there's just some things I just want to to share with you. One is this: I'm I'm learning that it's way less of me and way more of Him. It's less of my little kingdom and more about his great kingdom because his great kingdom is so much bigger than my little uh, my little world that that I've tried to keep my hand on, and so the 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 less I think of myself and the more I think of him, the less I think of myself and the more I think of others, then life takes on a different role. As he said, if you hold on to it, you're going to lose it. But if you let it go, it's going to be so much more. And so even though there are days when I want to hold on to it, it it I find that those days aren't as exciting or or they don't hold as much uh, potential that they don't have as much. But but when I get up in, in a morning and, and I can say a, a quote, a, a, just a quote that I, I kind of learned in Spanish that it is otro dia, otra aventura, another day, another adventure. If I can look at that, then that means that it's going to be less of me and more of him, less of me and more of someone else. It's going to be his kingdom and not mine. So number one, the first thing is if we can begin to live less of me and more of him. Second is to have a yes on your face. Be willing to say yes. Don't just automatically say no to something. Um, a few years back, uh, I had uh, a dear friend that asked me if I would uh, drive across the country and take a car from Kentucky to Washington State. And in that moment, I didn't think about it. I didn't worry about any other thing. I just said, yes, I'll do that. I drove. Well, in that adventure in that moment, uh, that week, I actually got to take one of my daughters with me. And the two of us drove across the United States and had a blast together. And it all became uh, possible because I was asked and I said, yes. Too often, I think our first thought is to say no, uh, instead of just sitting and thinking about it maybe for a minute and then just saying yes. Uh, It reminds me of uh, Samuel in the Bible when God just kept saying his name, Samuel. And then he finally, Samuel said, yep, here I am, Lord, your servant's ready. What do you have? What do you got for me? And so uh, I think that first, if we could just say less of me and more of of him, less of me, more of others, his kingdom, not mine, then to be have have this yes face that says, yeah, I, I, I can do that. So those are two things that can bring about adventure. And then the third thing is this. So often, I I believe that we're looking for the great things, the big things. If we could just do something big for God, if we could just do something big for him. And and what I'm learning is what if we just did the little things, the little things for a big God, Uh, the little things in our lives that it might be picking up, just picking up uh, a trash or it, it might be. Uh, just talking with somebody, having a conversation with someone, and uh, or, or just putting a couple 
quarters in somebody's jar that's on a street corner, uh, feeding somebody. It's just little things. And, and it's those little things that we do for a big God. It's that little faith, that, that tiny mustard seed that is so small and yet it has such a, a great potential to grow into a huge tree that can cover and, and, and bless other people. So maybe if we would just learn to take the little things and look for those little things that we can do for a big God and see what he can take from those. So be, live less and, and, and bit of yourself and do more for him and others. Say yes, have a yes face and do the little things for a big God. And then this last thing that I want to share with you today is this. Begin to listen for the whisper. Listen for the whisper. Because it's in that whisper, as we draw in close, we get close and we can almost feel the breath of God, that whisper in us. We, we, we get to know his voice. I've shared this with many, but it reminds me of when my kids were small and they would uh, be running around and I would just begin to whisper just real lightly, low, you know, and they would draw in close and I would whisper, I would whisper and I'd get right in their ear and just be whispering and then I would tickle them or we'd laugh or we'd have a good time. But whenever you begin to listen for that whisper, when you begin to draw in close, then you hear what he is saying for you to do. Again, I'm reminded of Elijah. And Elijah was in the in the mountain. He had his face covered and all. And the, 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 the fire came, the the, the the rock shook, the earthquake, all of those things were happening. And, and he didn't, and all the spectacular and all the noise and all of that, he didn't see God. But it came a still, small voice, a whisper. And that's when God told him to go. He had something for him to do. And I believe if we can learn to think less of ourselves and more of him and more of others, if we can have a yes face that when he tells us and asks us to do something, our first response is not no, but it's yes. If we can look to do the little things for a big God and see what happens from those little moments of faith and, and then to begin to listen for the whisper, I believe if we can do that, then we can have and begin to live a life. 220 because it's going to take us on an adventure another day another adventure it, it, we're going to look back and say uh, we live life to the fullest and and that we would say it was a daring adventure because we want it to be more than than what we could ever imagine we do not want to leave this life with any what ifs well i just wanted to take a few minutes of your day thank you so much for just taking a moment uh to listen and today i would ask if you'd do me a favor if you would share this with somebody uh, uh, that little bell up there to know that we're going to have another one you know in the in the upcoming days and, and also just share it and let people know that we're on here we're just trying together to learn what it is to live to 20. In the coming days, I'm hoping to have uh, some people on with me, some folks that uh, that I just believe are living at 220. We're also going to look at some people like Caleb in the Old Testament. Caleb lived at 220, and age is not a factor because he was 85 years old and he was ready to go. So we're going to look at some people, some people that lived long ago, people that have just lived in just a very near past and then those who are living right now who are living 220. 
I am so again thankful, and I'm asking you, please do me a favor and just share this with as many people as you, you can. And let me know. Let me know what I'm doing right. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. Because again, I'm just taking it one one episode at a time, just trying to reach out to you, just trying to let you know that you are loved and that you can live life to the fullest. So again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining me today. And and ask that if you have any suggestions for the show, please let me know. And make today a great day because you get to do that. It's a, it's, it's a choice you get to make. Don't let anybody else make it for you. You make it a great day. You live to 20 and know that God has an adventure just for you. So love you. Thankful for you. Uh, just anything you need, uh, just let us know in the notes or whatever. And we'll just look forward to the next time that we're together on this podcast of Learning to Live. 220.